Live from Studio 6, Top of the Pops. Hi and welcome back to the third episode of the Tom and Joe show where we are going to be talking about chart music. Uh, but before that, uh, I'm Tom, hello. I'm Joe. Always have been. Yes, probably always <laughs> will be. Yeah. Perhaps. Yes, we have had some very nice feedback from some people mm. over the last few weeks. I know it's been a while Obviously, we recorded the second one quite closely after the first one, and that's gone out yes. a while back, and this it's all confusing, but, you know, we'll, we'll catch up with it eventually. Um, I believe Miles from Nerd Church said some nice stuff about us after the first show, said that we'd convinced him to go pirate as well. Yeah. Uh, no, cowboy as well. And, and Jake, than... I think, said uh, pirate, didn't he? This is true. Yeah. So, a bit, bit, of, bit of friction across the across yep. the, the water yeah we've been uh we've been dividing opinion mm. and uh changing people's perceptions yeah with very very mature be. and sensible reasons yes <laughs> and outlooks because you know that's what this is all about it's about expressing the maturity yeah yeah the I grown up so. side yeah showing our more grown up yes. versions of ourselves mm. we also got an email at the anywhere but here email address uh from uh a guy called phil clark who hello phil i know from the pub the old days back in the uh back in the thirsty pig um he's been listening to all the anywhere but here's in a row he's bless. very very brave bless me he's listened to <laughs> like 50 man. episodes in a row it's ridiculous i don't know why you phil you that. need to get a lie <laughs> <laughs> but he said actually uh that there were pirate songs and pirate there's a lot of pirate music out there one band do, do, in, you, mean, do you mean naughty 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 music naughty music what do you music that you're not allowed music that oh no no not illegally pirated oh, music no you see because we, we all mm. know that pirate has a double-edged we do meaning. i think there was a there was a talk of that in that there episode was. wasn't there yes. yes it was about three about months it being ago that bad. we recorded that yes very bad very naughty. bad and uh, yeah, so apparently there is a band out there called Ailstorm. Oh, I've a, heard of them. Not Hailstorm. Oh, which is the one that Ant goes on about sometimes. Who talks about? It depends that. how you say it, though. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> ale, as in a pint of ale. Ah, storm. I've still heard of them. Have you? Okay, yes. well that's good. They're a Scottish. With all the without the H. Yeah. <laughs> what? With all without the H. Oh right. I've still heard, heard of both, them. Have you? Yes. Good stuff. Yes, apparently they are a Scottish folk metal band uh, that mm. sings songs about piratical goings on and dealings. And Brilliant. He's pointed us in their direction. Brilliant. To, um, you know, say that you know, although pirate uh, cowboys have a lot of country music written about them, there are certain genres of music where pirates are the uh, the main focus. Mm-hmm. So, Ailstorm. There's also a Disney. Uh, channel um, someone in the Pirates of Neverland or something is some sort of Disney channel. He's is it got... like a Peter Pan type? Yeah, yeah. Apparently thing. so. It's a uh, it's a it's a it's based in the Peter Pan universe. Yes. Um, and apparently there are songs in that show. J M Barry would have loved that. I'm sure. 
Yeah. Maybe we'll get on to authors at some point in yeah, the future. It's a, bit, it's a bit grown up, isn't it? A bit grown up for now. For now. Moment. We're not in the mood for grown up right now, though. But thank you for your correspondence, everyone. And it's, the uh, kind words. Yes. We will try to keep it up. We, yes, yeah. So, obviously, the second episode has gone out, but we haven't been able to address any correspondence since then because we're recording this before the second one's gone out yeah yeah this is uh it's a bit time loopy yeah which weird, which is it? why i can't really do do my retrospective look back no. on what happened last time no because i don't want to spoil anything just no. in case you have um, one of those people who who was a bit number dyslexic and you might get your numbers around the wrong way <laughs> So you're listening to three before you've heard two, and then that would be really weird. This is true. I mean, they're not not supposed to be in any particular order, really, but it's nice to shout out the people who have got in contact with this. It's it's nice to have people out there who are listening and are... Taking part. Yeah. Yeah, it's very nice. And I suppose, really, if you want to chuck in a topic that we could talk yeah, about. Yeah, it's not as if we're, we're, uh, we're short of those, but sometimes no. we can it can be a little bit single-minded on mm. that. And uh, hearing from other people might spark off a whole generation of other topics. Topics that we can spin out from yes. and go our own way yes, and, on. And sooner or later, we'll end up with our centenary show. Mm, who knows? My good Lord. Yeah, good God. I mean, that's a way off yet if we're going out once a month. But <laughs> oh we, God. Could, we could keep this going for, what's 100 months? It's I don't like want to four think and about a half that. years. I don't want to think about that. Well, no. Yes, no, yes. it is about yeah. that, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, anyway, on, on with this we? show, uh, we're talking about chart music. Oh, the dreaded. Well, it is dreaded these days, isn't it? Because yeah. it's uh, shit. Is is the don't spoil it for people because we want some people to kind of see where we're going to go with this. Oh right, sorry. And you're I'm on, on the shit. It. You are. I'm on the shit. I'm, I'm not. You are already I'm dry in the underwear department. Fine. So, back to what we're supposed to be talking about, apart from your pants. Yes. The charts. These days, it's uh, there's no spirit of wondering. I think the last time any kind of spirit of wondering happened in, I dare say, I'm going to get the year wrong here, and I'll be corrected by any podcasters who do film, <laughs> specialise in film. But 2006, I think... It was uh, when Love Actually came out. Okay. And that massive build-up to Billy Mac, whether or not he was number one. <laughs> yeah. None of that anymore. No, you There's don't. There's none of that anymore. And and you know you 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 wait in anticipation of hearing your your favourites, and that moment doesn't exist anymore. And I think the kids today just have no sense of. Uh, no, that excitement, that excitement, that weight, tension. that fe- feeling sick. <laughs> yeah, which I did. Your favourite boy band or girl band, or, or just band, 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 band mm. proper band, <laughs> yeah. like Duran Duran, <laughs> proper band, and the yeah, just so so that's kind of the point, really, isn't it? it it's mm. like it's how it was then what it's like now there is um slightly more emphasis placed on the christmas number one but i don't really understand why is there though anymore well there seems to be 
a little bit more. I think only only to the point of can we have the least Christmassy song at number one what, at like, the time of, of Christmas? Rage Against the Machine. Like Rage Against the Machine and Stan. Bob the Builder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, anything that's going to defy, A, the X factor. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, yeah, because it's always why. a It's that commercial bullshit. That, isn't there, yeah. Yes, and B, mm. uh, the resurgence of Slade. <laughs> because we know that that's what it's about, isn't it? True, yeah. Which Slade song, or the Pogues. Which song can it. we re-release that's going to keep Slade or X factor <laughs> winner off the charts at Christmas? Yeah, I've got a bit of a soft spot for the Slade song, though. I like Slade. Yeah. Uh, although, funnily enough, it's one of those songs where you just, when you when you think, oh, I know that Slade song, and then you find yourself singing the one by Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I wish it could be Christmas there, every day. Oh, no, that's the Wizard one. <laughs> oh, there, shit. There is a, a bit of a crossover with a lot of glam rock, isn't there? Well, yeah. yeah. So what is the what is the Slade one? Uh, the Slade one is... Uh, it's, so here it is. Merry Christmas, yeah, everybody. Merry Xmas, isn't it? Merry Christmas, well. everybody. Yeah. But you have to think about it. Yeah. The one that trips off the tongue is, is I Wizard. Wish, yeah. I wish it could be Christmas every mm-hmm. day. But let's not go down that path. No, because that's, that's a completely a separate. That's a completely separate uh, yes. carton of worms. So then, let, let, let's um, let's see what you remember about the charts because oh, it's a quiz. Well, no, not really. I I don't want you to take me uh, on a trip down your memory memory chart lane. Mm, okay. Um. Well, I, my parents weren't particularly musical. Mm. We used to have the Now CDs right. quite a lot, mm-hmm. um, where I think I kind of took to the more rocky numbers, if I'm honest. I'm not really sure. My mum was a huge Bay City Rollers fan, mm. huge um mm. but also never used unfortunately to... they didn't have any songs in the charts when we were born no so no this is true kind of like uh you liked them okay yeah, yeah. and moving and on now what do you like mm-hmm. um and she would always sing but it would always be silly songs not necessarily chart music more kind of i don't know like she'd have a song for every kind of phrase that you would say and she'd sing a bit of that song and that be about it it, really but i couldn't tell you what their favorite kind of music was so i never really grew up in a musical household so i kind of i i got into music the way that anyone who's completely ignorant about music gets into music and that's through pop Uh Uh, unfortunately and the 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 tunes (laughs) in the mornings on the way to school and i used to go to sleep with the wind down zone on invictor fm anyone from Mm. kent will uh, understand exactly what I'm talking about. And yeah, so I I guess when I was young and in primary school, the first music that I properly got into, it's quite, you know, a bit cringy, but um, I suppose the Spice Girls. Oh, Yeah, no, I know. I had the first album on cassette tape. terrible. Yeah. You're telling me this now. I know, yeah, yeah. Right. Podcasting kind of opens you up to showing yourself. It's not a confession box. It kind of is. It really isn't. In a way. It Um, really isn't. Yeah. But yeah, so then, but I was never hugely obsessed. That said, I was hugely against bands like Take That. Right. Because they were a boy band and Mm. boy bands were lame. Yet girl bands were slightly more acceptable. But yeah, I suppose um, my dad used to tape 
actually. Saying that we weren't from a musical household, my dad used to tape the chart show that used to be on on a Saturday morning, okay. I believe, right. at the time. He used to tape that and then, you know, that would get watched. Right, okay. Uh, I don't know whether we ever used to watch it while it was on. I don't know what we were doing. But I remember we used to have tapes stuff. of the chart show. Right. Um, and we used to watch those. So it was all the, all the kind of, all the music of the early to mid-90s would be watched. Then as I grew up, obviously Top of the Pops was a thing. Every Friday night we would watch Top of the Pops mm. to see who was uh, going to be number one. And like you say, like you said earlier on, there was a genuine kind of... <sighs> kind of tension and it was exciting and they built it up to be this big thing even Mm. though it didn't matter in the long run really but it was exciting especially if your band or your act or whatever was going to be number one and obviously my tastes varied from my parents tastes Mm. and you know there was always that inter-house kind of rivalry like oh you know the parents would be like what is this especially when i was growing up as well and kind of pop punk and new metal came along and i got very into those right around about the end of the 90s into the early 2000s and bands like say limp biscuit would be in there with the mission impossible theme tune or um it was called take a look around i think and or like you know there would be bands like blink 182 or some 41 because they were pop enough to appeal to a large enough audience to get that kind of airplay and to get on top of the pops but not particularly popular enough with my parents generation who had no idea you've gone for the more visual side of top of the pops as opposed to the auditory Mm. yeah i suppose so Um, because our parents had ready steady go right uh which was um, a black and white version of Top of the Pops, mm. really, with much less interaction with the uh, the people who are now in prison for various forms of <laughs> paedophilia. Yeah, admittedly, um, Top of the Pops presenters of the past are pretty much all yes. on yes. trial or in uh, prison or dead. They really are. They really are. But um, let, let's not lower the tone there because <laughs> this is this is not what that's about. Top of the yew tree. But yeah, they the, our folks had Ready Steady Go, which they did do reruns of in in the early two thousands actually of, of Ready Steady Go. And um, although reruns of Top of the Pops these days all seem to be from nineteen seventy six. Yeah. And didn't they last night have on the Christmas? That's right. And what? this is May nineteen seventy eight. Christmas, top of the pops. It was. Uh, it it's was actually during the first. Bizarre, but but last night it was the thirty first yes. of May. Yes, it's like what's that all about? Mm. So that was a bit peculiar. All the thirty. But um, you mentioned you mentioned top of the pops being on on a Friday. Actually, that happened in two thousand and five. That top of the pops was on on a Friday. Oh, really? Was it on a Saturday before? No, that? it was on a Thursday. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. It was, it was always. What was a, the relevance of that? I don't know. Oh, okay. There's no relevance. It was oh, just that was, was that when it was not? on. Oh, okay. Because it was it was sort of like early enough for it to be almost the end of the week mm. and too far away from from the weekend. So you still had Friday and Saturday to go before the big deal for me, which was uh, Mark Goodyear's chart rundown on a Sunday from yeah, four, good old Mark Goodyear. four to seven. Yeah. Now you think about it, you've got forty songs. And you're only going to play a selection of those 40 songs. 
songs that have made a significant leap yeah. are guaranteed almost to get get a mention. Mm-hmm. Songs that have entered into the top forty oh, are going to get a, yeah. a mention and a play, but obviously songs that drop are not. No. So you're looking at you're looking at stayers stayers and droppers mm-hmm. being canned. They they've got no chance of being played, and climbers climbers and um, and new entries they're going to they're going to be the feature. Yeah. However, however. What I need to re- really reiterate and see if you remember this mm. is that you're not going to get 40 songs in three hours. That's, no. It's impossible. Which would have been great had the waffly shit in between not really happened. Mm. And uh, it wasn't really sort of waffly shit more than anything else because it just seemed to be like a, a, a litany of song after song after song. And each song being, I think, approximately three and a half minutes as well. So you then had had to do the, I think, after 40 to 30 is a bit of a rundown. And then 29 to uh, 10, hmm. you had another rundown. And then 10 to 2. Yeah. And then you had the rundown. And then, of, obviously. Oh, my God. So the number one the big, is, yeah, yeah. The big drum roll. Oh, Ant's going to hate that. But do you know what? Do you know what? I don't care. What, <laughs> this has nothing to do with Anthony Collett. Sorry, the audio files. Well, anyway, is that, yes, is that, sorry. Is that, a, is that a name for somebody who likes audio? Yes. As in P-H-I-L-E-S. Yes, yeah. He's an audiophile. Yes. Mm. As not, but not an audio file no, where you store things. No, he's not things. like an MP3. No, no. I was going to say. So you've gone, you've gone down the visual path. True. And I've gone down the auditory path. And mm. the aud- auditory path would be where uh, you would wait in anticipation. Then Mark Bastard Goodyear would say, and so uh, and going climbing up from 40 to 36 is Duran Duran with Wild Boys. And number 35, and you'd be like, no, you've got to play Duran Duran, you sod. But he didn't. At all, then you go stomping around the house for a while in a bit of a sulk because yeah. Duran wasn't being played, and um, uh, you saying that you, your your folks weren't particularly musical. I, on, on the flip side, come from a very musical family. Do, my my yes. dad, uh, self self taught guitarist from the age of fifteen, has been playing it virtually every day for the last fifty years, mm. and uh, his um, he was in a band and uh, played alongside. Um, the great great bands like Chicory Tip but he's also played with Eric Clapton's session guitarist just to mm. kind of you know give it some sort of credence and uh, dad's dad's musical tastes have kind of developed along with mine we've mm. we've kind of grown it's quite a quite an interesting journey that we take because he's influenced me with a hell of a lot of the things that I'm into mm. like um, the Beatles and Floyd but then at the same time I've influenced him with Led Zepp because Dad didn't go near Zeppelin. No, as a kid, really? No, he didn't go near them. That's far too heavy. Dad's more of a blues, blues mm. guitarist, yeah. like the, the, Cream the blues and sound, stuff like that. Well, no, because Dad didn't no. even go near them. Oh, were they a bit no, psychedelic? Dad, Dad's not a big. <laughs> funnily enough, and maybe we shouldn't say this just in case Eric Clapton, session guitarist, happens to be listening. <laughs> but Dad's not a big fan of Eric Clapton. He doesn't think he's got much in the way of talent. Oh. <laughs> It's I a see. it's a bit of a it's a it's a controversial topic. Mm, that is quite controversial. It really is, considering that Clapton has been rated 
in the top five greatest guitarists of all time and I don't necessarily say yes or no to that I'm I'm ambivalent to, to these because they're all subjective but uh, so dad didn't go near Zepp dad didn't go near uh, Cream and you know it it's just we've kind of bounced off each other with, with that he likes the white stripes these days and he likes Muse anyhow so um, we would we would actually it would be a family thing Mm. and seven o'clock would arrive on Sunday and we would sit around and we would wait and then the cassette player would be there for us to record oh, right. so our you'd, favourite uh, songs. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we would. And then, because you never get the full song because they're not allowed to play the full song nope. without, just to prevent pikeys like me <laughs> <laughs> recording so we didn't have to go and buy them. I used to do the same thing, though, um, with the radio, just in general, whether or not it was the chart show or just during the week. I used to yeah. make uh, tapes where I used to try and... I would, um, again, a bit like this whole audio editing, I would try to get as close mm-hmm. to the vocal as possible mm-hmm. or like after the DJ had stopped talking, that's when I'd want to Yeah, and then you go back and sort and of read what one. Yeah. But if the next song that you really wanted was on after that, you're fucked. Because you had it. to then, oh, you're going to miss it. So yeah. you've got to then, you know, you just take the bad with the good, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, there but, are there must be tapes back at my parents' house with, um, you know, Mark and Lard or... Chris Moyles or and people like that all over. I used to because um, they used to do cover songs as well, like comedy cover songs yes. that lot as well. And I used to record them because you could never get them on albums. Eventually, of course, Mark and Lard would do the Shire Horses and they would release their own albums. I think even the Chris Moyle show released an album at one point of all the covers that they all covers mm. that they did parodies. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, that was a thing for me as well. I, I must have tapes and tapes and tapes of stuff. Truly good thing. Truly good thing. Mm. I um, liked it. It was a, it was a more innocent time. Oh, it was a great this MP3 time. Ripping and it was a great like time because then you'd go, go to school the next day. So which songs did you record off the radio? last night and uh you know and then and then we would spend hours and hours and hours deciphering the lyrics mm. trying to write down things yeah and coming up with i think um uh, it it's now it, it it's really obvious now that i'm old enough and uh, old enough to know better but uh, when when we recorded I say we, it was uh, my cousin and I and my school friends. When we mm-hmm. recorded Club Tropicana by Wham! off the radio, Club Tropicana drinks are free, fun and sunshine, there's enough for everyone. There was a there was a line in it, and saying it now, it's uh, something to do with from beneath the Panama's, Panama hats. Yeah. But we misheard that as, as kids, and we thought it was Planet Mars, mm-hmm. from beneath the Planet Mars. Club Tropicana drinks are free. Like it's what? some sort of sci-fi epic. Yeah, not <laughs> from just beneath a hat, <laughs> but from beneath an entire planet. <clears throat> and that was just from hours and hours of just stopping and rewinding and stopping and rewinding and not knowing where the hell we mm. were going. But I was just going to write something down. Do you know there's like, a name for that mishearing? Of yeah, and I can't remember it's, it's called. It's called a Mondegreen. Yes. And that comes from an old medieval poem where... Uh, the line is um, that it's after a big battle and all the dead are being laid uh, laid upon the green. Mm. Um, but people would mishear it and it would come out as lay, Lady Mondegreen. 
Um, oh, hence. Yeah. Oh, that's quite and cool. And that's where it comes oh, from. I like that. Mm. I didn't didn't know that. Yeah, that, so misheard lyrics are called Mondegreens Brilliant. because of Lady Mondegreen. Well, we have a great Mondegreen, don't we, which is um, 10cc. Yes, yeah, 10CC. the 10cc song. Um, uh, is it, is it uh, Dreadlock Holiday? Dreadlock Holiday. Please, 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 can I just urge no one, no one to write in and tell us what it is because we actually prefer our misheard lyric yeah well i think we looked it up once no didn't we? we didn't look it up Did we not? because we we've we've told ourselves that we we're not to going to do this blissfully but there ignorant. is a line where he says um don't you wee on me bitch yeah <laughs> and that's clearly not what he's saying but we quite like it yeah so we'd like to keep it that way mm. thank you I mean, but everything else you can tell us don't where we're going wrong. Don't you walk through my door, don't you wee on me, bitch. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. We like it. We do. So, because um, we just think that the uh, the actual lyrics are going to be really disappointing. <laughs> so, are we digressing slightly? Uh, yeah, yeah, might sorry, be. I did that. I feel we might be slightly. So, so yes, um, Thursdays at seven was Top of the Pops. Mm-hmm. Sundays, four o'clock till seven was the big Top 40 rundown. Uh, hit and miss whether or not you got your songs. Miss it loads, actually. I have to say, I do miss that that thing. So do I, because Top of the Pops stopped being a thing. It stopped being broadcast weekly um, in the middle of the 2000s, the, uh, was, the noughties. Yeah, it was wasn't axed. It? It was uh, actually I, I want to say it was like 06 or something like that. Well, And then they, they bring it back it. for Christmas yes, every now and right. then. Yes, that's right, yeah. Uh, and then BBC Four consistently replays old BBC uh, old Top of the Pops um, mm. from the 70s but only ever two shows there's a Christmas one and there's a 1976 <laughs> one which has got all punk bands on it 1976 and which has got punk bands and it's also got um, what's Christmas. his name the guy with the Smurfs and Father Abraham yeah mm. and um, the Sailors the what uh, the guys who are dressed as Sailors so anyway it doesn't matter okay BBC 4 only ever shows two Top of the Pops now, where they used yeah. to get repeated quite a lot, didn't they, on BBC Two, the old Top of the Pops. Mm. It was called Top of the Pops 2, wasn't mm. it? And it was... That uh, was good fun. Steve Wright. With, yeah, Steve Wright. And then it was taken over by Simon Mayo. Mm. One of that my was, that was good personal fun. favourites. Because they were they were compilations of Yeah, and they used to take bits. the mickey a little bit, didn't they? They did, with the captions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think, I, I think one, of the, one of the best... Uh, ones that were shown was Billy Ray Cyrus doing <laughs> Achy, Achy Breaky, Breaky Heart. Heart and then he pulls out this dance oh, where he actually so embarrassing. during the dance he actually removes his yeah, hairband yeah. which is really he, do, he the, tries uh, to do it in a really seductive way and it is so so wrong because he's got <laughs> the most hideous mullet it's awful isn't it <laughs> he's it's... got the most hideous mullet and it, it's just it's all wrong entirely wrong but uh, but yes, so mm. I, I just feel that um, there's no spirit of charts these days. No, because everything is everything is download. Mm. There's you've got the well you've got the download festival now, haven't you? Which well, yeah. is all about well no, what's I mean download festival is um, download no, is the rock that. festival no, up I don't in mean um, that. I mean the uh, iTunes Donington. festival. Yeah, that's it's right. It's actually yeah. called the iTunes festival. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Although yeah. I went to that once and it wasn't really popular bands. It was people like Bell and Sebastian and um, and Gogo Bordello yeah, and people like that, you know. That was the main stage as well. Admittedly, you had the Raconteurs and mm. um, the Strokes. Right. But, um, well, I, I like to think... Or was got... that the Wireless Festival? 
there you see it's the mm. wire that would probably be in the wireless the yeah, iTunes festival right. is yeah. all the all the stuff that yeah, is yeah, successful right. from download so do um, does that mean that all the acts come on play one song and then bugger off presumably it's all it is now presumably. isn't it um it's it makes the album almost redundant i mm. feel who was who was that i think it was uh please correct me if i'm wrong mm-hmm. but wasn't there um some guy who became really really big it was called frankie wasn't he who had a, a song called um about his girlfriend oh, dumping uh, him well, it was called Fuck You, wasn't it? And then, or, she, um, then she came out with a song called Fuck, you, fuck right you Right Back. Yeah, that was a big publicity stump. It was huge. I think, But yeah. that was, they were number one in the charts. They were, yeah, both of them, mm. I think. I couldn't tell you who is at the moment number one. I no. can't tell you what album is number one at the moment no. unless you go and stand in HMV. No. It's the only way you're going to find that out. Yeah, and this is another thing as well, the demise of the record store. Because even HMV doesn't really exist. It only exists in a few places now. And luckily, Maidstone's one of them. Blue Water. Because it, it went under, didn't it? And they had to just close loads of stores, but they only keep flagship yes, ones did, open but, but now, it's right? good, though, because it was all it was all into administration, wasn't it? The, yeah. whole, the whole thing. Mm. And the HMV is quite an iconic thing, again, from, from the 50s. Yes. From his master's voice. The, mm. the, uh, for the those people who don't know. Yeah, the dog sat in front of the gramophone. in front of the gramophone, yeah. Listening to his master's voice. Yeah. yeah. Such a such a pity. Yeah, I there's something. I mean, you and I both have an enormous CD collection. Mm. It's probably not the largest of the people that we know, but it's it's big enough. No, it's um, quite sizable. And we tend to buy physical copies of stuff. Yes. Rather than download, um, we've made a few mistakes that way. But it's, I would you know, rather. I would rather than uh, my cousin, mm. uh, I have to say rather foolishly, I think, has, um, as a space saver, gone and sold all his CDs. Yeah. Because he's got all of his backed up on iTunes. Yeah. But you and I know if your iPod goes <laughs> yes. belly up. Yeah, yeah. You've lost or your entire music say your, because um, I keep all my um, MP3s and stuff on a hard drive, but if that dies i've got nowhere they're not backed up anywhere no you can put them in the cloud but i in the clouds yeah put it in the piers linny (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like a metaphor for something doesn't it it? just i quite like that though shove it up the piers linny yes no it is a shame and also you don't need like the number one isn't as prestigious anymore because you don't actually need to sell as many copies that's the thing. No. Um, had I thought about it, I might have put a little bit of effort into finding out what the number one is now and what the number one would have been 20 years ago. Um, you can do this while I I'm can, talking. I can vamp for the next 20 seconds. I can do that. You do that. Because um, effectively, I believe it's only um, a few thousand now as opposed to the tens of thousands that yeah. you used to have to sell. Um, and I, because people are ripping it off YouTube and things like that, you know, and I'm not saying that bootlegging never went on because of course it did. Like there were certain bands who would never have got anywhere without bootlegging. In fact, most rock bands would never have got anywhere without bootlegging, but it just seems to me it's so easy now to convert um, an MP3 from, you know, YouTube or or, or something like that, or torrent Mm. things, that 
why bother paying for it? So, the, well, this this is all all true and uh, very sad actually because the mm. current the current number one right get it. Are you ready for this? Okay. It's a song called I Wanna Feel. Really? And it's by a band called Second City. Um. Yeah. Okay then, good. Never and heard of either of those, the song or the band. Oh, it won't let me play it. I was going to just play a bit of a snippet. Well, maybe I'll put a bit okay, underneath well, this well, maybe, in post. Yeah, I think so. Maybe try this. Number two at the moment, going down. So what was last week's number one? Mm-hmm. Stay With Me by Sam Smith. Um, um, he's he the boy at school. <laughs> is he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he might as well he be, is. right? Um, oh, a familiar name. We've got Rita Ora. Oh, right. I've five, heard of her. She's dropped. Um, John Legend, All of Me. Heard of him. Paloma Faith, number eight. She's all right. Ellie Goulding, number nine. Mm-hmm. Calvin Harris, number ten. Yep. Pharrell with Happy. He's gone up. Right. Up one to eleven. Michael You're doing Jackson. it the wrong way round. You should oh, have done it the other way, I shouldn't you? That. Michael yeah. Jackson has gone down. Has he? He dropped two places, actually. So it was oh. number 10 last week. What with? One of Love the escape felt ones. So good. Oh, that's the one where he yeah. was a hologram, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Cold Player at number 14. Clean Bandit, mm. number 15. Whoever they are. <laughs> Jason Derulo, number 19. Uh-huh. Lana Del Rey, 21. One Direction, 22. Yeah. Clean Bandit again at 23. Really? Wow. Pharrell um, and again. is at number 25. This Sam Smith, who's number two, is also at 26. <laughs> There's no variety, is there? No, this now, is, yeah. I've got a bit, I have to confess to, I do quite like Pharrell Williams. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And he's been around a while. He's proved himself. He's proved himself and but, only just hmm. uh, become a solo artist with only one album to his name. Yeah. And... And I think that the fact that he's got two songs, it goes back to the 60s when Elvis and the Beatles and the Stones all had at least two songs mm. in the charts at any one given time. Mm. But then... Well, they were churning out an album or even two a year. There was one, There was a point where Bob Dylan and the Beatles were bringing out two mm-hmm. like classic albums yeah. as well. Like um, I believe... Don't quote me on this, but I believe Blonde on Blonde and uh, Highway 61 Revisited are both from the same year, and they are both knockout albums by um, by Bob Dylan. Yeah. And I'm sure you could list me a number of Beatles albums that I came out in the same year. I can tell you that the Beatles had, um, they had Hard Day's Night and <clears throat> Help and uh, Beatles for Sale and with the Beatles all kind of around within sort of two years of each other. Mm. That said... Since uh, One Direction have been a band, apparently they've brought out an album a year. An album a year? Yeah, but they don't How really would you write know? them. They don't write them. Do well, they? no, 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 of course not. But still, it's quite prolific, I suppose, really. But yeah, you're right. It's 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 more to do with the... Um, and they were saying... I, the only reason I know this is because I heard an interview with them recently on Radio 1. And um, they said, yeah, since... Uh, I think it's four or five albums they've brought out now in five years. And um, for the most recent album, they went through 120 songs. I mean, that's... I mean, like I say, like you say, it's not them writing them. It's 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 a factory. It's a hit factory, which our friend Ben Copeland would probably yeah. know a lot more about. But yeah, it's, it's not really the same, is it? 
Not really. When you're not the ones producing the content. I mean, Dylan and the Beatles were on another plane altogether. Entirely. You know, they were, at the end of the day, the ones producing the content. So, um, I, I mean, the, the thing that I wanted to know was how many songs have been downloaded or bought physically to get to the number one because that's the thing it mixes the two now doesn't it physical sales and download sales mm, i think there were two um separate charts as well at one point 20 years ago today i can't tell you what was number one because my phone's just died oh okay so i'm really sorry <laughs> oh, i was about i was about to tell you and <laughs> it's just conked out but i can tell you that sugar baby love by the rubettes was number one but that would have been 50 years ago 50 years ago right yes Yes, oh, well, that is a shame. 1964. See, and I haven't bothered bringing the internet with the, to the table with me this time because I didn't want to get berated. No, that's fine. But <laughs> um, I've, I've been let down by crappy batteries. Technically, yeah. yeah I t- going back to just something slightly perhaps naughty, things it shouldn't really do. When I had my Blackberry, mm. I was able to... Uh, I didn't pay for any songs. I was able to download them from a, a really good site which i'm not going to mention okay but uh turn them convert them to mp3s this is true yeah and my, i've got 200 294 songs mm. on my phone not one I've of which paid for. yeah 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 and that's how easy it is it's very easy isn't it you know unless you've got if you've got an uh, an apple product obviously then you have to go through itunes where everything is pay, paid for mm. Mm. but i mean uh, actually, I, I, sorry that's no, okay ahead. no 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 you go can, ahead you, yeah, no you that's no, fine mm. I was going to say, um, <clears throat> you're probably best placed out of the two of us. I mean, I know I work where I work, there are young people, but they're all over the age of 18 at least. Um, but you're probably best placed as a teacher in a secondary school. Do the kids talk about the chart? No. At all? No. No. They talk about who they fancy yeah, in the charts yeah. and who they're going to see, mm. but they don't talk about chart music. Because it used to be the talk of the playground on a Monday. No, no, unfortunately, they talk about who's doing what on Facebook. Yeah. Mm. So it's very sad. And this is kind of the point, really, isn't it? It's technology yeah. kind of taking over people's lives to the fact where it doesn't... And, and it never mattered in the first place. It never mattered. But there was something about that thursday friday mm. or whenever the chart show went out on the radio one was it saturday or was it sunday what the rundown the, yeah on the sunday it was sunday wasn't it sunday rundown there was something about that that was exciting mm. you know mm. and i don't think it's 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 a shame to have lost it really but i suppose this is what technology does isn't it you know yes, but also it's the blandness of music mm. nowadays. I mean, there is a lot of variety out there, but all that is popular is kind of R and B. I guess we've got Jules Holland to thank for awakening us to the variety. Oh God, because yeah, because he's very good at that. Mm, but how many but, kids are watching Jules Holland? Mm. That's the thing. Only the, the I tell you who's watching Jules Holland, mm. the decent ones, and the decent ones are all fucking off to university and leaving me behind <laughs> to talk to no one about it. So. <clears throat> that's what's happening so what kids like nathan kids like um, nathan nathan i've got nathan for another year but luke uh luke's going off uh he's going to uh brighton institute of institute of modern music oh good for him that's a really yeah, good school he's going there and 
he's the only person I can currently talk to about any kind of music. The only one who understands. Mm. He's the only one who understands, and he's leaving me. What a what a rotter. Just rubbish. But good for him, but rubbish. Yeah. Mm. Rubbish for me on a selfish level. I'm sure there will be other talented, musical gifted, musically gifted children. No? <laughs> Is it not Unlikely. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Okay. Unlikely, unless one wants to sort of come out of the woodwork, but it's very heavy woodwork that they're buried mm. in at the moment. I see. So, yeah, I mean, you reading down through that list of the top 20-odd... Um, people, I did recognise people. I recognised acts there, but they've probably been around for a while. People like Paloma Faith, Calvin mm. Harris, Pharrell, mm. Mm. Uh, and all that. I think I've got to the age of my life where I'm just out of the loop now. I'm a bit of a dinosaur. We're too old, are we? I think we might be oh, too Jesus old for all this. And Christ. now we we've just spent the last forty minutes. Mm ranting do you know what, about though? the state of music you, like our parents you know did. Do you know what? What? I actually don't care. No, neither because do I. the music that I like, we like, mm. will be timeless. Mm. You're right. And um, it goes to show, I mean, bands like the Beatles will always be around. They'll always be played, whether or not it's the more experimental stuff or the more poppy stuff. Mm. They, they covered a range, as did... Even the Stones, I suppose, really, yeah. to an extent. And they recently headlined, was it Glastow or Reading? Glastonbury. Yeah. It was their first time yeah, ever at Glastonbury, wasn't 70, it, last year? 70 year olds. Yeah. Fabulous. <laughs> Fabulous. Awesome. Absolutely brilliant. And the thing is, I, I listen to certain songs, or I, I listen to albums now, and I remember them from my youth, but I don't, I don't think of them as being particularly old or anything um but oh. then i look <laughs> but then i look at the um i look at the date mm. they were released and it's like over 20 years ago some of these albums that i love and mm. we listen to stuff like absolute 80 it was no absolute rock or planet rock and things like that yeah. these digital radio mm. stations now and they're starting to play stuff like nirvana and Soundgarden and mm. and stuff like that and it's like well that's that's my youth but they also play bands like um <clears throat> royal blood who haven't yet had the yeah that's out, true so, actually know. there are some bands who uh who still do give it some bollocks mm. and royal blood are one of them and, and we're waiting for the need album. that album in my life yeah, uh, you do. know and and there I, I like a lot of electronic music as well you're not quite so into it uh, it depends whether yeah. you're talking Depeche Mode electronica yeah no I'm talking about like drum and bass and the prodigy and things like that you know <laughs> Yeah, which you are you are into as well, and some dubstep and stuff like that. Yeah. But I just I can't jump on board with R and B. I'm afraid it just doesn't intro. Well, not R and B, rhythm. Wait, what the is it? Rhythm beats, isn't yeah. it? Not rhythm and blues. No, I can't get on with it. There are some good songs. There are some good artists, but I can't. I just it's no, uh, not going to do it. Don't is it? care. And even so, hip hop nowadays. Even hip hop nowadays is not something that I can get involved with. It used to be so much better back in the 90s. Really 80s, did. 70s, 80s, yeah. 60s. Yeah, yeah. 50s. Everything before but the that's turn that's another the, uh, show, yeah, no, isn't it? The it whole is, decade yeah. thing. Chart music, unfortunately, the demise has happened. It has gone. Yes. And I think people are missing out on that. 
Because hmm. um, as I well, do. you've got the advent of 24-hour rolling music television and stuff like that. I think that kind of signed a death knell. Oh, MTV. But, yeah, uh, but not necessarily. No. Um, it's it's all the uh, it's the proliferation of music channels now. That's like a good you've word. Got, I know, thank you. Yeah, pulled that um, one out of the bag at the last minute. Yeah, I know. I thought I'd get at least one... Proliferation. ...multi-syllable Just word Just write that there. down for okay. future ifs. But, uh, yeah, I think... Because you've got a you've got a station for every single taste, and these people don't move from that thing. And whereas the charts, it was on once a week, and you only had that one couple of hour slot to watch all these types mm. of music. Mm. And I think, well, I don't know. I don't know. I I like to think that because I grew up with these things, I've got I'm gonna, such I'm, a I'm, wide I'm range kind of, of musical gonna, taste. I'm going to sum this up because really, what we what we're actually saying is that. Back there, back in the day, mm-hmm. what you had was back you, in I- my day. you either you either recorded it, yeah, naughtily. Mm-hmm. You either recorded it from from the chart show, yep, uh, risking missing the beginning and the end of your song, mm-hmm. and him cutting off and talking in the middle of it, yep. Or and or you went out and bought it, okay. End of, yep. And that the second one cost money. If you yeah. didn't have the money because your parents hadn't given you any because you'd been naughty and you'd been on the naughty step, <laughs> that was it. You weren't going to go out and buy your favourite record. Simple as yeah. that. Now, Maybe it taught us to be now, nicer. Now, I'm afraid, just download it. You can just click a button now. Yep. So, that's it. The charts. The charts. We, we miss uh, it. We do miss it. We wish it would come back, but we know it never will. But until mm. then, we've got BBC4 <laughs> and all its wonderful music documentaries. <laughs> Which we enjoy watching. We do. It's if you've got any anything you want to say about the charts, and uh, if, if we sure fail to if we fail to cover anything nostalgic that needs to be mentioned, just let us know. Yeah, yeah. Get in touch with us um, either at Twitter at Hey It's Me Tom. Yeah, or that's fine. No, <laughs> go there. Not yours. Uh, just okay. just just contact Tom. Or um, I'm we're, we're I'm also on Facebook. Or you can get in touch with us at ABH. Uh, abhpod at gmail.com as well forward slash the Tom and Joe show because we don't have our own (laughs) (laughs) we don't have our own just uh, wanted to say forward slash Tom and Joe show I just wanted to say that we don't have our own Twitter or we're more of a hashtag really aren't we we are more of a hashtag we're in the in in that kind of camp so yeah maybe if you hashtag Tom and Joe show that's just reminded me there's a song out, out at the moment called I must just take a selfie Oh, Jesus, don't start on me about that. It's That's awful. awful. It's absolutely awful. Yeah. But anyway, but sorry. But before that, let me take a selfie. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Mm, <laughs> it's awful. Uh, but yeah, yeah, get in touch with us and let us know uh, if we've missed anything that you wanted us to talk about or share with us your recollections of waiting white-knuckled <laughs> for who is going to be number one during your childhood and uh you know any any kind of recollection of particular chart battles perhaps like yes. oasis versus and, blur and perhaps or... your parents reactions to songs that they called called tripe tripe <laughs> <laughs> oh dear and on that note on that note uh i've for this for this episode on the charts for the tom and joe show i have been tom and Sadly, I've been Joe. No, it's not that sad. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you next time when our subject will be 
whatever it will be. Slightly less depressing. Hopefully. Slightly (laughs) less introspective, eh? Mm, Okay. (laughs) Uh, See see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.